Hey, welcome back guys to another episode of THP Strength. On this episode, we are gonna be talking about diets. Specifically, we are gonna be talking about veganism and vegetarian diets. I believe that is the correct terminology. But Hunter, you can go ahead and start us off on what both of those are and I guess maybe why people decide to do them. Yeah, just setting some ground rules for this conversation. One, I'm not gonna get into any moral stances here. This won't be about the morality of vegan versus vegetarian versus eating meat. This is purely gonna be from the standpoint of if you are looking to maximize athletic performance, how these diets might affect that goal. So that's gonna be the groundwork for, for this discussion. A vegan diet is one that excludes all forms of animal you know, exploitation and cruelty and usage. So for that reason, a vegan diet is devoid literally of all animal products, including eggs and dairy. Uh, a vegetarian diet is no meat, but you can eat cheese, have some fish, you can have some eggs. So that's the main difference between those two. And then obviously your traditional diet will be inclusive of everything except for things that you're allergic to. Uh, that's the framework for how we'll be discussing uh, these diets. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And yeah, I guess we'll go into the, the next piece here, which is really what, or one, which diet is better? <laughs> that's the first thing we should say is, and and that, that question I think can be very succinctly answered with, it's not necessarily better, but easier. Would you agree with that? Yeah. What you find for the most part when working with athletes, especially our uh, demographic of athletes is a tough time to retain weight or put on weight. So with that in mind, the theoretical best diet is one that offers the most bang for your buck in terms of caloric input matched with micronutrient needs. And so uh, for that reason, all else being equal with the athlete, I think a traditional diet would be best for them in terms of maximizing their athletic goals. What it really comes down to is uh, protein intake. People don't necessarily realize just how important protein is, but outside of water, it is the most is the highest weighted structure in your body. It makes up almost everything. It's needed. Everyone thinks, oh, it's just needed for, for muscle development. Proteins are used throughout the body for creation of neurotransmitters and then just basic other cellular processes that are required to keep you alive. And yes, certain amino acids in protein are important for uh, muscle production, but just overall health and well-being is important to get in a complete amino acid uh, profile when you're eating. Now, with that being said, I believe there's 20 amino acids, nine of which are essential, meaning your body cannot create them. You have to get them from your diet. And then of those nine essential amino acids, one in particular is most important for muscle growth, and that is leucine. And then as it turns out, leucine is the highest percentage of leucine per gram of protein is going to be found in whey protein, which if you're vegan, you wouldn't be able to have. And you might be able to have your vegetarian. I'm not quite sure. I've had some vegetarians who don't drink whey protein mm -hmm. some that do. But if, if you're going to go down the list of leucine from highest to least, it's going to go whey isolate, eggs, beef, other forms of, of red meat. And then you'll get into brown rice and beans. And so if you want to like individually match, that's why you'll find that brown rice and pea protein are usually matched. It's because it creates an essential amino acid mix that's comparable to uh, whey or eggs or, or any forms of, of meat or seafood. 
That's why for athletes, if they come to me and say, hey, look, I want to be, I want to recover as fast as possible. I want to maximize my muscle gains and I want to increase my athleticism. Is vegan or vegetarian the right way to go? I've heard that's the healthiest diet. My response is always going to be, if maximizing the goals that you just laid out truly is your goals, then it's going to be beneficial for you to include uh, animal products. Yeah, I just think in terms of ease, to sum up everything you said, it's just way simpler to consume animal products. And if you're looking at the, the body as a whole and how much of it is made of protein, it's 20% or something like that is made of protein of your whole body. That's like basically everything, like your nails, your hair, your skin, your muscles, your tendons, tendons ligaments. ligaments. They're all, it's just proteins bound together. So other than muscles, and even those are bound together, or those muscles are proteins as well, made by proteins as well, are bound together by connective tissue. What's connective tissue made of? Protein. So if you're not getting enough of those correct amino acids and you're li- I guess maybe I should backtrack and say, if you don't get enough of essential amino acids, and there are two types, I don't know if you elaborated on this, my dog was barking in the background, but there's non-essential and essential. Did you say that, those two things? So to elaborate on that, if you're not getting enough of those essential amino acids, you're limiting your ability to make all of those acids or all of those proteins. And it's just way easier to consume meat. It's way easier (laughs) and, and get enough of it to ensure that your body is in an anabolic state and recovering appropriately. And I think there's tons of other risks associated with not getting enough of those essential amino acids. I think you were to look at your hormone profile, it's going to get fucked up if you don't get enough of those essential amino acids. You're not going to, and if your hormone profile is messed up, you're probably not going to sleep well, probably going to be anxious, not going to have correct testosterone levels, growth hormone levels. All those things are going to get messed up. So the risk is just way higher when you're on that vegetarian or vegan diet. Does that mean it's not possible? No, but is it significantly harder? Yes. (laughs) I think it's just way tougher to make sure. And this isn't even, yeah, we've been touched on essential fatty acids, like getting omega threes is significantly more difficult if you're following a vegan diet. And again, just this isn't to say it's impossible because you certainly can be a fully functioning, hundred percent healthy individual on those diet. It just requires a lot more effort and cognitive awareness of everything that you're eating. Everything that you're eating for the most part has to serve a purpose. If your goal is to maximize athleticism and fitness. So can you do it? Yes. Is it something that's practical for most athletes that we work with? Likely not. I think it has to be a major priority for you, which the people that will advocate for it so strongly, it is a major priority and it might be ethical or environmental or uh, religious reasons or whatever else. And because it is so high up that chain of hierarchy of priorities, you're going to notice that one, they're going to push it harder and two, their compliance is going to be super high. So the people that do it, they're seeing success, not necessarily because it's a vegetarian or vegan diet. They're seeing success because diet is a priority. (laughs) Like I think the athletes that, or the majority of athletes that are on just a what I would define as like a standard diet that do eat meat. Diet is not necessarily as much of a priority to them. It just inherently is not. Yeah. If you're a vegetarian or vegan, it automatically is going to shift that to the forefront of your brain and your compliance is going to be way higher. So what's going to happen? Well, you're probably paying attention to how many calories you're eating. 
and you're probably paying attention to how yeah. much protein you get in because to make sure that you get enough protein, you have to pay attention to those things. <laughs> and if you're just more aware of it, yeah. you're more cognizant, I think you're going to see really good results. Does everyone have the luxury to do that? Yeah. No, I think there's for a lot of people, it's just going to cost, gonna cost a lot more money. money too. It's going to cost more time. So unless you're a pro athlete and you have the, the free time to do that, it's just really difficult to, to make sure that you can do it. Yeah. A lot of these pro athletes that advocate for it, their life is training and just, eating. Just notice they announce that they're going vegan or vegetarian. And then usually within a couple of months, they feel really good because they've cut out all the junk food they were eating that wasn't compliant with this new diet. And then they very quickly realize like, oh, my recovery is not quite the same. My explosiveness has been diminished. My energy levels have fallen. And that is the signs of someone who cut out a lot of junk food, started to feel really good, but wasn't cognitive or cognizant enough of their diet to fill all those holes that over time become exposed when you cut out animal-based foods. And so uh, to do it properly, some of these professional athletes want to continue down that road and they have to hire a chef or they get their blood work drawn much more religiously. And again, like it's possible, but do you want to worry about having to get your blood work drawn every quarter and then be aware if I eat this much brown rice, how do I match it with this much pea protein to create the essential amino acid profile that I need to ensure that my body has the required essential amino acids to produce enough serotonin or dopamine or leucine for muscle growth. It's just, it's cognitively demanding to follow this diet. Sorry, I had to mute my mic. My dog was barking like crazy. So sorry guys, if I repeated anything when Hunter was talking, it's very distracting. But yeah, no, I definitely agree. If you're, like you said, if you're making sure that you're pairing those things appropriately, yeah, it's gonna be okay. It's just very difficult to make sure that you're doing it at the correct the correct amounts and making sure that you're um, consistent with it. It's That's the other thing too. You might be able to do it a day. Yeah. You might be able to do it a month. Can you do it for a lifetime? That's really hard. You really have to make that. Uh, a priority, but I think, is yeah. there anything else that you wanted to touch on this topic? No, I mean, I know this is a very sensitive subject. And so again, I just want to reiterate, I am not condemning anyone who is following one of these diets. I know that you can do it properly. I'm a hundred percent just coming from the standpoint of if someone, all else equal, all else equal is just, Hey, I don't care about anything other than how do I maximize my athletic performance? This is the answer yeah, I would give for that. sure. All right, guys, thanks for listening. This is hopefully going to be the second episode in what will be a more regular posting. And that's going to be a major goal for us as we move into the new year. And it always is a new goal for us, but there's so many changes so quickly with DHP that sometimes uh, it can move to the back burner. But after some reflection, we realize the content keeps you guys engaged, keeps you engaged in the community, keeps you engaged in what we're doing as a team. So we're going to try to make sure that we're on top of that and we are making it a priority as much as possible. With all that said, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Hunter LaPair, John Evans, THP, Isaiah Rivera One, and I think it's Berkey or Austin Burke, but that's a team of four of us right now. I think it's Austin Berkey. Austin Berkey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and if you're listening on podcasts, leave a review. It helps those algorithms. They like those reviews. So if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please go leave a review. And uh, out, we'll talk to you soon.